You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee and I am excited that once again, you have decided to spend some time with me. So let's get right to it. I want to talk today about a lawsuit that a couple of women have brought against their sorority for allowing uh, a transgendered woman which is born male, but now wants to transition to being a woman. Female University of Wyoming students who recently sued their sorority for inducting a male student are speaking out about the case for the first time, telling National Review that they were blindsided by the decision, which has stoked bitter division within the once tight-knit sisterhood. Seven plaintiffs, all members of Wyoming's Kappa Kappa Gamma chapter, petitioned the court in March to order KKG to nullify the transgender identifying man's decision and abandon its unauthorized gender inclusion policy. Their claim alleges that KKG National Headquarters breached its contract to provide a single-sex experience to its members after its president unilaterally instructed chapters to admit male members without going through the requisite process to change the organization's bylaws. In April, U.S. District Court Judge Allen B. Johnson denied the young women's request for anonymity as a condition for proceeding with the case which is still being adjudicated. I thought that was a little interesting. You know, you brought this case against, you know, this sorority and, uh, you know, now you want to, now you want to remain anonymous. You know, it kind of, I kind of think about, you know, I've heard, and I'm not a lawyer, y'all know I'm not a lawyer, but, you know, shouldn't a defendant have a right to know who's accusing them of something? So I can kind of see why the judge kind of denied that. Forced into the public eye by the judge's orders, plaintiffs Madeline Remar, Allison Coggin, and Hannah Holtmeyer, as well as non-plaintiff KKG member Katie Fisher, explained in an interview why they felt compelled to fight for the historic gender exclusivity of their sisterhood. I think, people, that we are now going to start seeing more of this kind of thing. Now, this gets weirder, so just, so just stay with me because it gets, it gets a little weirder, and, and, and you'll see why. 
they changed the way they defined woman without changing our bylaws or rules. So basically what they're saying is, you've, in bylaws it says it's women only, and now, you know, all of a sudden, each chapter gets this message that, oh, now we are, we are allowing the admission of uh, males, trans, transgendered women, um, and you didn't even, you didn't even, you know, consult anyone. You didn't change your bylaws, uh, and so this is this is the case that the women uh, say that they have. They came out with a guide to support the LGBTQ community. Holtmeyer said, when it came out, they were just expecting us to follow suit and say. We totally agree. That's what a woman is. So they're saying, you know, that the issue is, is that these women are saying that a transgendered woman is not a real woman, therefore should not be in their sorority. They can't change their definition of a woman and expect us to change ours. So basically, you've changed what you think a woman is, but now you're 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 kind of forcing us to to change our definition of what a woman is. KKG's male member, sophomore Artemis Langford, stands six feet two inches tall and weighs two hundred and sixty pounds, according to the complaint obtained by National Review. So it sounds to me like. They're kind of afraid. Langford, now, now, now here's, here's the weird part, guys. And here's the part that's a little bit uh, murky to me. I, I, I don't fully understand what this totally means. Langford has not taken steps to transition, the complaint states. Hmm. He still carries a driver's license that identifies him as a male, wears women's clothing only occasionally, and has refrained from treatment such as hormone therapy, feminization therapy, and laser hair removal. Okay, now this is weird to me. So it basically sounds like to me that they're saying that he looks completely like a man, sometimes wearing women's clothes, but he has taken no steps to transition. So I think that this is the real problem that these women are having. He wears clothes, women's clothes occasionally. Hmm. Are you really trans? Hmm. Now, here's the part that, that, that really got me. Listen to this. Langford is sexually interested in women, the plaintiffs allege, using Tinder to meet them. Witnesses cited in the complaint said they've seen Langford sitting alone in private areas of the sorority house where he can get a close look at women walking by with a visible erection. Sometimes a pillow sits on Langford's lap, the witnesses said. So, 
that's that's completely weird to me. So is he really transgender or is he just a pervert? And are you using this this transgender thing so that you can get in a house with all women and be a creep? This is this this is what the women are suing over. You haven't even, first of all, you don't even, you're dressing women's clothing. So most of the time, he's in a sorority house dressed like a man with hair. They said that he has done no hair removal uh, at all. So does that mean he has a beard? I th- that might mean he has a beard. He has a mustache. This gets creepier the more I read. And now... They have seen him erect, sitting in the corner, watching these women erect with a towel. What is he doing under the towel? Why is there a towel over you? Okay. Now, the part about he was interested in women, he still dates women, was was a little uh, strange to me. It was a little bit interesting to me um, how they know that. I, I, they say because they he has a Tinder account and that he is, he. I'm assuming that he's messaging women. So I thought that was strange. So I, 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 I thought um, if he says that he's a woman, why would he be sexually attracted to women? So I did some research, as I always do, and I discovered that they say that sexuality has nothing to do with gender assignment. Now, all of this is weird to me, as I'm pretty sure that it's weird to most people listening because you know, unless you really fully understand trans transgender, what is it? is it transgenderism? I I don't know. Forgive me if that's not the the right term, but you know, I think that uh, it's 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 going to be a little weird uh, to to people who are not transgender because I don't understand if you want to be a woman, but you're still sexually attracted to women. But according to my research sexuality has nothing to do with gender assignment. There definitely have been awkward interactions and creepy, weird moments, but that proves while we're doing this and speaking out for other girls with the same situation where a biological man is in a sorority house or locker room with women, Holtmeyer said. After fudging the rules to admit male members, national headquarters has bent over backwards to accommodate Langford, the plaintiffs claim. So y'all, y'all are accommodating him, but you're not accommodating us. People that have been in this sorority, and you guys know you got to pay dues to be in fraternity and sorority. So these women are saying, we're paying our dues, and you're bending over backwards for this one person, but you're not doing any, but, but you're forcing us. You're not listening to us. For their sophomore year, KKG members sign a one-year contract 
to move into the sorority house, binding them financially. So here's here's another thing. Now we're paying money. You're forcing us to live this way, but we're we're paying money. Fisher inquired with headquarters about having her contract revised to give her more freedom to live out of the house if Langford would be staying there. So Fisher is saying, if this person is going to be here, I don't want to be living here. It's creepy. Um, I'm scared because it sounds like that, that it's really about fear. She says, I emailed headquarters and said I couldn't sign the live-in contract unless there was a promise of this individual not living in it. They said, don't worry about it. He's been granted to live out because of safety concerns, she said. This is what headquarters told her. Not because of the 40 girls currently living in, but just because there's one man was uncomfortable. I asked her for an amendment or a clause to my contract saying that I'll be released from any obligation and headquarters refused to do that. Hmm. Following the lead of their national headquarters, chapter leaders also fudged established rules to secure Lanksford admission, according to the plaintiffs. Langford, according to the women, had already attempted to secure a spot in the sorority during a regular recruitment in the fall of 2022. However, he was dropped during formal rush because he didn't leave a strong impression on the members he met. So he pledged. I'm assuming that's what they're saying. He pledged, but he was he was not accepted. He tried again during the informal process called Continuous Open Bidding, or COB, during which the chapter courts interested students through meetups to test for compatibility with the sorority. So he was dropped from, I'm, I'm assuming, the line, and now he tried to get in through some other way. The chapter's membership chair assured members that the vote on Lankford, Lankford's admittance would be anonymous and he would have to be and it would have to be unanimous for him to be admitted however the online ballot asked members to identify themselves with their emails which intimidated some women who felt uncomfortable with a male joining the sorority but didn't want to be accused of transphobia Guys, I don't know if this is transphobia at all. I think that for the most part, this is just women with a legitimate concern. I'm pretty sure that there is some transphobia involved, but I don't know. You heard about, you know, he's basically he's a, he looks like a man. He's taken no steps to to transition. So to me, you know, that means, you know, he, he hadn't had breast implants. He, you know, they said that he's, you know, he's had no laser hair removal. I don't know. This is just, this is just sort of a weird, you know, just a weird thing to me. I will say this though. I wonder how many of these women, the ones who are, of course, are against it, 
how how would if they would feel differently if he had totally and completely transitioned? Because it sounds like the issue that they have is that he's done nothing. Sounds like to me, they're saying that he's a, he's, he looks like a man. That he's done nothing to transition. And, 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 and I think about uh, like Janet Mock. Everybody knows Janet Mock. She's a, a television producer. Um, I didn't even know that Janet Mock <laughs> was transgender i thought janet mock was a woman when i first saw her uh i i i did not know because he looked just like a woman and i wondered if these women would have an issue if he looked more like a woman if he had fully transitioned and 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 looked like somebody like Janet Mock. Fisher, a freshman Kappa, who was in the same pledge class as Langford, said that new members were left in the dark when it came to how COB worked and the likelihood of its resulting in a bid for the male student. I felt we were lied to, she said. We were told that a transgendered member was going through rush and if we had any concerns to go talk to our membership chair, she said the membership chair that there was a 99.9% chance he would not get in. Remar said, then out of nowhere, the leadership circulated a message in the sorority group chat announcing Lankford's acceptance so basically, when they, when they went to go voice their concerns, they were told, oh, it's a 99.9% chance he won't even get in. And then boom, on a chat, he's in. It really hurt because we were blindsided. Once he's offered a bid, there's nothing that anyone could have done, she added. After Lankford was welcomed in, dissenting members were effectively told by senior leaders to shove their objections. Despite their apprehensions about safety, they were told by the chapter's president and vice president of standards to drop out if they felt uncomfortable. So in other words, if you don't like it, get out. But then again, that's, you know, that's, those are the people that make the rules. You know, it's, 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 it's like, you know, how many times have people have been told, you know, in, in, at, at your job, if you don't like the rules here, then you can quit. Which is such a thing, you know, for, 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 you know, people to say, but, but it is kind of true. If you don't like the rules of this return of, of this sorority, you know, you guys don't get to make the rules. We make the rules. And they're saying that if you don't like it, then you can, you can leave. Just like, you know, how many times have your parents said, if you don't like the rules here in my house, then you are welcome to, there's the door. Let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you. Since the plaintiffs launched the lawsuit, Camaraderie has broken down in the small house. 
Chapter leaders glare at Remar and Holtmeyer when they walk by, they said, and have pushed them out of their social circles. We'll walk downstairs to eat and they'll get up and leave. Since I'm a senior, I've watched the house grow a lot over the last four years and girls have started to get super close, Coggin said. We were the strongest that I've ever seen. Alumni have come back and told us how impressed they were with us. But after this happened, there was a huge shift and suddenly everything was politicized. So now they're being ostracized for bringing their concerns uh, to um, uh, leadership. They are, you know, it's funny because I just took a, I just took a uh, code of ethics training uh, for my uh, job. And one of the things that uh, my company, and I'm pretty sure a lot more companies um, say is there is absolutely no retaliation, uh, you know, for, for bringing a complaint against someone. You know, you cannot be fired for, for speaking up and speaking out if you see something wrong. So I guess that doesn't, that doesn't um, apply here uh, at uh, Kappa Kappa. What is it, Kappa Kappa Gamma? The plaintiffs have received support from KKG alumni and other concerned citizens, but they face backlash on campus. Rather than officially changing the organization's bylaws, which would have required the consent of the board of directors and two-thirds majority vote at the biennial convention, KKG's national president simply issued guidance to chapters directing them to admit biological males. Now, the plaintiffs and their lawyers are seeking to prove that the unilateral move was illegal. So is this transphobia or is this concerned, scared women? I have said this so many times. Everyone is entitled to live their life the way You want to live it. It is your choice. But you can't force other people to go along with it. Yes, live your life. Live your life. And people listen. People listen. You can disagree with the way someone lives their life, but that's their life. They can live it the way they want to live it. Now, you'll have to answer for it. There are consequences and repercussions to the the choices that we make. But everyone has the right to live their life. I was um, on Twitter the other day, and some guy um, who was clearly transphobic um, posted about the operation of turning a 
uh, penis into a vagina and he was just talking, he was going through, I mean, this guy really researched this, which is kind of weird a little bit. You know, why in the world would you really be caring about that? But anyway, he posted it on uh, his page about, uh, you know, about how it's, it's, it's mutilating, it's mutilating the body um, and, and all of this stuff. And, and, and as I'm reading it, I'm thinking to myself, but that's that person's body. If you think it's mutilation, then don't do it. Don't do it to your body. You have a right to do, to do what you want to with your body. But this person, these people also have a right to do what they want to with their body. Whether or not you agree or not. I am okay with people living their life as long as it's not affecting me. So the question is, this Lankford guy, is his, are his decisions affecting these women? And I would say yes. If you want other people to respect and hear you, then you must respect and hear others even when their opinion is different than yours. It can't just be me, 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 hear me, accommodate me, listen to me, but you don't want to hear anybody else. Yes, you can live your life the way you want to, but you also have to understand that not everyone is going to agree and people can disagree, but people, you can disagree all you want to. You have no say over how somebody else lives their lives. It's almost like, you know, um, you're trying to force people to live the way you think they should live. If a man wants to cut off his penis, God, God help him. Uh, do it go cut it off do i mean you know god lord i even to even think about it uh pains me to think about that but some people you know they do it and that's their right to do it and you can disagree with it but you have no say in it And listen, people, just because someone disagrees with your lifestyle doesn't mean that they hate you. And if they start to show that they hate you, then that's something different. At some point, we have to say, it's like, it's like a parent. How many times as teenagers and as young people have we made decisions in our lives that our parents have not agreed with, but they still love us? Now, some parents, you know, depending on the decision, some parents will ostracize their children. Some parents will disown their children, depending on, but a lot of parents won't. They certainly make it known, A, I don't agree with that decision, but that is your decision to make. And at some point, you got to agree to disagree. It's not my life. It's your life. I don't agree with it. I think it's the wrong decision that you're making, but, it, but this is not my life. This is your life, and you have to deal with any fallout. 
I was thinking something else as I was reading uh, this story. I wonder what a male fraternity would do if a transgendered male, which was born a woman, but now says uh, she's a male, what they would do if a transgendered male was seeking to join their fraternity. You know what I mean? I wonder if it would be different. You know, I think it, it, I think it might be different. You know, women, you know, I'm not saying women are, you know, uh, less than or anything, but you know, a lot of women kind of think about safety more. Um, and I just wonder if a male fraternity would, I'm pretty sure there would be some that probably would be against it, but I don't think that they would be against it because of fear of safety. Remember, Langsford is 6'2", 260 pounds. That's a pretty big dude. And I don't know, you know, I don't know all the women in that, in that, in that sorority, but I wonder if any of them are 6'2", and 260 pounds. You know, guys, I, 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 knew, I knew that this would start to spill out you know, amongst, you know, um, uh, and, and branch out. And I think that we're, we are going to start seeing uh, more of this kind of stuff, right? And I just think that it could be transphobia, uh, but, but I think when I, when I read about all of their concerns, I don't think that this is transphobia. I think that really these are women sort of being scared about safety. 6'2", 260 pounds, he, he can probably overpower some women. Wears women's clothes occasionally, has not taken any steps to transition. Mm, I don't know, guys. What do you think? What do you think? Reach out to me at thisishowwesseeit at gmail.com. Uh, or on Facebook or or uh, Twitter, uh, and 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 let me know uh, what you feel on this. And listen, there's always going to be those completely against it, and then there are always going to be those who are for it, and then there are going to be those in the middle. That's my show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.